Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Got them, Coach, is an equal opportunity show. If you mess up, you'll hear about it from us. This is this week's What the F*** Moment. Hey, yo, so I already know we starting off the show kind of weird, right? But first off, let me start off by saying UPS got lucky last week because I went way over my time quota for, for an episode. So I wasn't able to expose them. But I'm here today. And before I go over any time, I'm going to get it out the way right here, right now, before we even start anything off with this episode. So we ain't even about to do the intro right now. I just want to let UPS know that I don't appreciate this new system that they got where they show you where your driver is going to be for your package. Because I received a package a while ago. This is a while ago. You know, I haven't been doing WTFs lately. You know, I've been I've been trying to be on the peaceful train. But after the night I had last night, man, forget all that peaceful type stuff. I'm about to be on some real murder-ish A. No, I'm just playing. But I did have a terrible night last night. But uh man, check this out, man. UPS, I guess they got this new system, right? Where they show you where your driver is with your package so y'all already know how i get down you know i one day you know i got bored and when i get bored i order shoes so i ordered me a pair of kicks and in the midst of ordering these kicks it, it you know it took a couple days for them to get the tracking number and all that other good stuff whatever whatever so i got my tracking number and they sent me a day for when my stuff was supposed to come so it came so the day came and you know they sent you the email you know how they send you an email they say well your package is going to be here on this day between this time and that time so i'm like all right cool so then they sent me another email like yeah um you know now you can track your package with our new with our new app where you can uh where you'll be able to see where the driver is and you won't have to worry about where the driver is anymore because you'll be able to see him on this on this new map that we have so i'm like all right man because i've always wondered 
the direction like why do i always get my packages at like six o'clock seven o'clock eight o'clock why do i always get my packages so late you know so i was like all right cool i'm gonna look at this app to see exactly what's going on with this driver so i guess to looking, and on at least i got my package at like 6 30 so in the midst of the times between i want to say nine o'clock because i don't know what time they start delivering stuff so i want to say in the midst between i say nine o'clock so in the midst between nine o'clock and 6 30 p.m ups that particular driver was in my area five different times including twice in the same complex that i stay in so you mean to tell me that in the midst of a nine and a half hour drive going from location to location dropping off packages coming in my area five different times coming to my apartment complex two different times you couldn't swing by drop my stuff off and go about the rest of your package delivering day you mean to tell me that at 12 o'clock you was in my area one o'clock you was in my area 1 30 you was in my area and in my complex 2 30 you came back in my area three o'clock you was in my area and in my complex four o'clock you was in the area five o'clock you was in the area and it took you to 6 30 to drop off my package ups man i try so hard to give you guys the benefit of the doubt but you make it so hard for me to do such a thing and i just don't understand why why do you have these problems with me what have i done to you guys for you to always lowball me on the package do i only have to start ordering packages when it's christmas time because that seems like that's the only time i get packages at a reasonable time any other time i order shoes clothes tvs anything else i gotta wait all freaking day and i understand do you not like the name tyrone do, do you have a problem with smith was it a smith package delivery service that tried to take your business or something do you have a, a problem with my name what is it i i, I don't understand what did i do to you guys to make you not like me so much that you would ride you would be willing to ride in my area and say eh. nah we gonna get we gonna save him for last he, he, don't, he don't need his stuff right now what makes you think that i don't need my stuff right now because i order a lot of shoes and i got a whole bunch of shoes in my sneaker room because you think that i could go in any in, in my room and go go in that room and pick out any pair of shoes and be okay nah 
you know, sometimes I just like to look at my shoes, you know, I like to look at the box, I like to play with the leather, I like to play with the little tongue, you know, the little, the little tips on the sneaker laces, sometimes they be silver, sometimes they be gold, you know, I just like to, I just like to touch them, I like to feel the gold, or I like to feel the silver of my sneakers, or sometimes I like to take pictures with my shoes. And just be like, yeah, got some new kicks. Y'all already know how I get down, baby. You know, sometimes I like to do that. Sometimes I just like to smell inside of the shoe. Smell the newness of the shoe. You know, you know how you know how great that is when you buy a new shoe and nobody else is wearing it. And you take it out the box and that new smell just hits you. Kind of like when you buy a new car and you open the car door and you get that new car smell that's kind of how i am with my shoes or with tvs sometimes i just like to play with my tv get a 4k tv hook it up to the 4k box see if it works you know what i'm saying you know sometimes i like to sit in my king size bed and just lay there as i watch 4k television as i watch the nba playoffs or you know sometimes i just order a new pair of jeans and i say dang i need these new true religions to go with that true religion shirt that i bought three years ago that i can still fit and i ain't got, i ain't wore it since but i really want to wear it because i think i would really 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 nice in it so i order some trues and then i say dang i really want my jeans because i really want to put that shirt on Maybe it's a particular event that I want to go to and I need those pants to wear to that event and I can't wear them. So I got to go in my closet and I got to change the whole swag up. UPS. I don't know what your problem is with me, but please let's sit down. Consumer to person delivering the product. Let's sit down and let's have an honest conversation about what it is that I can do to help you guys help me. Help me help you. You know, I just want to I just want to be of I just I, I I'm pretty sure that's going to be in the thing. I just did dang I dang thing. But anyways, help me help you. Help me be a better person. Do 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 I got to leave cookies? at the front door for you guys do you normally milk and cookies for you do you want me to leave some brownies for you like what do i have to do i mean are you a turn up type of person do i gotta leave a bottle of jack daniels out in the front up the front door for you whatever i gotta do i'll do it but y'all need to get it together this new track why 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 would i want to see why would i want to see my driver come in my area five different times and not drop off my packages to 6 37 o'clock that makes no sense right <sighs> i'm irritated man let's get with this show man let's 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 get this over with You're listening to season two of Got Him Coach, the show that doesn't believe in boasting and bragging. So we won't mention the 4,000 plus downloads and the fan base that stretches over 50 cities and 30 countries around the world. Because that would be doing too much. Now, here's your host, the mayor of the Four Point Island, Tyrone Smith. And I know I'm super irritated, but I still got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought about that, man. 
And I'm like, yo, UPS is really, really tripping right now. Like, what kind of service is that? Like, nobody wants to see you play them. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to nobody wants to sit there and watch somebody play them. You feel me? Like, and I just feel like that whole show show that whole thing is just that that whole thing is just crazy, man. And that <laughs> That made me feel some type of way, and now that I really think about it, man, it's been a whole bunch of people that's that's been that's been on some on a tip, man. I don't know what the heck has been going on with me lately, but it seems like everybody is just everybody on something, man. Everybody on something, whether it's me ordering my Kevin Love uh college uh college basketball throwback jersey two weeks ago and still ain't getting that, or if it's TCF Bank taking six hundred dollars out of my account. And and, and and not refunding me all of the money Or it's just I don't know man It's I don't know what's been going on with me man Something great Must be getting ready to transpire Because I've been dealing with a lot of craziness Over the past couple weeks And months and all that other good stuff man But you know what In the midst of it all You know you try to You try to be the best parent You try to be the best blah, You try to be the best person that you can at the end of the day, no matter what goes on, Tyrone Lamar Smith is still going to try to make America great again. <laughs> and that's just facts, man. Welcome to episode number 14 of God of Culture, man. <laughs> Welcome to episode 14, man. I'm back in the building, back in the flesh. Y'all already know what time it is, man. I'm I'm, I'm smiling right now, but I ain't going to lie, man. I had a... I had an interesting night last night, but the, the 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 hood came out of me, man. And you know, I don't like to, I don't like to go back into my 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 old days, cause you know, I was a little, I was a little high head, a little high head, a little 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 wild boy running around, man. You know, I ain't had no sense of care, and it was whatever happens happens. I always had that type of attitude, man. You know, until. You know, you really start watching the news, especially when I'm younger. You start watching the news and you start seeing all these young boys and young girls and all this other stuff getting killed. 15, 16, 17, you know, but for being a hothead and meeting somebody who was just as big of a hothead as they are. And then, you know, sometimes, you know, one thing that I learned that, that is so true, man, you could be as big and bad and you could be as big and bad as you want to. But you're going to be somebody who bigger and somebody that's better and somebody who gives no more gives no more cares than what you give and those are the most dangerous people so you know i tried to i tried to hide you know i wouldn't say hide but you know i just try to keep myself out of those type of negative things and um you know it didn't it didn't work out so well uh last night you know um you know i i I make i make occasional trips back to where i come from you know from the neighborhood that i'm from mainly because you know I don't trust other barbers with my head and I've been going to the same barber for about 15 years now. So, you know, I always try to, you know, I always stick with what I know um, unless he, you know, he in jail or something like that. You know, and that's 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 been kind of rare, you know, but, you know, it was a time maybe like two, three years and going to him. You know, he was, you know, it was he was always into something, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? So. Um, you know, I was back in the neighborhood, you know, I went in, I went and chopped my beard off. I went and chopped, I actually went and chopped my beard off Sunday, but, uh, Monday, you know, I was in there, you know, just kind of getting some touch-ups. I seen some things I ain't like, so, you know what I'm saying? I, I went, and, you know, got that taken care of and all that other, you know, good stuff. But, um, 
you know, in the midst of that, you know, I went to the store, you know, you know, was shopping up with some people that I know and, you know, ran into somebody that, you know, I had problems with. And, and you know, these problems actually stem from basketball. Stem from basketball. I'm telling you, man, basketball is one of the competitive things, man. And, um, you know, uh, when, when I hoop, you know, I, I, I live, I, I play ball the way I live my life. You know, I'm just kind of chill. You know, I kind of go with the flow. It takes a lot to get me get me angry and turn me into to a mamba. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'll never forget one of the games where I got mad and, and, and led my team back to victory, man. It was one of them one of them iconic moments in my life. So iconic that when we won the game I threw the ball <laughs> I threw the ball down the street, man. It was hilarious. But um, you know, it was one of one of the guys, you know, you know, you have wars with super competitive and, you know, we never really liked each other. You know, I always felt he was jealous of me and, you know, I always felt, you know, he was a he was a try hard and, you know, he did the did too much, you know, on the street ball court. You know, he can't be doing all the extra stuff on the street ball court. So, you know, we ran into each other and, you know, one word led to one word. Next thing you know, we outside with words, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I try to be calm and, you know, next thing you know, that thing just snapped you know what i'm saying that little that little that little uh my, my little I, I can't even explain that that, that little craziness thing just it just kind of it, it slipped out the box you know what i'm saying and, and, and it spilled all over the place you know and next thing you know i'm like I'm like what's good you know what i'm saying like i'm past the talking like <laughs> i know when i'm mad that's when i know when i'm mad when i say i'm past the talking I don't really, like I said, I don't do too much talking, so I'm like, you know, I'm past the talking, so either we gonna do something or, you know, you just leave me alone. <laughs> it was crazy. And he was like, yeah, I got something for you, man. Don't come back around here. I'm like, I ain't gonna let no man ever stop me from moving around the way I want to move around. And I'm not, you know, I, I never let nobody stop me from moving around the way I want to move around. At the end of the day, I always look at it like this. If I'm gonna move around, I got a reason to move around. It's either some money on the flow or I'm about to go spend some. You know what I'm saying? So I would never let nobody stop me from living my life, living my best life. So I'm like, you know, you would never be able to stop me from moving around. So I got home and I was irritated. You know what I'm saying? I was irritated. First of all, I was irritated because I would I don't like people, you know, trying to, you know, rise up, you know, trying to rise stuff up off me. You know, because I'm not that type of guy. Never been that type of guy. I don't like to be, you know, I don't like to be in the drama. You know, I'm I'm very neutral in situations. You know, if you right, you right. If you wrong, you wrong. If that person right, then he right. If they wrong, then I'm going to say they wrong. But, you know, I've never leaned my alliance to one thing or one person because, you know, I just feel like that's not fair. And I would never want anybody in the situation that I'm in to lean their alliance towards me. You know, if I'm if I'm wrong, let me know that I'm wrong, but have a legitimate reason as to why I'm wrong. Don't just say I'm wrong because of whatever reason you may feel or, you know, whatever, whatever. Like legitimately let me know why I'm wrong. So uh, I dealt with that, man. And oh, man, it was it is a tough night. It is a tough night. I'm, I ain't even going to hold you up. It was a tough night. You know, um. You know, I had so many thoughts that ran through my head, man. Like, I was really, really angry. Let me tell you how angry I was. I was going to record last night. I was going to watch the Nuggets-Blazers game last night because I wanted to get some analysis on it. I can't even get no analysis on it because when I got home after I ate, 
I went straight to bed. Like I didn't, you know, I put the phone, I threw the phone somewhere. I didn't want to be bothered. Like that's how angry I was. And I know when when I'm angry, like it's no holds barred. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say whatever I feel at, at, at that time, man. That's one thing about cancers, man. You can't you can't really get too much. You can't really talk to them too much when they're mad, cause you know they don't really have no filter and they don't really they don't really think about the things that they say. It's just like leave me the blank alone. You know what I'm saying? And let me let me figure this out. And if you don't want me to let me figure this out, then I'm gonna make you figure it. Let me figure this out by saying something that I'm probably not gonna mean. That 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 when, when once I calm down, two hours later, I'm like, hey man, I shouldn't have said that. Look, I've had many of those moments, man. Many of those moments where I said something and I'm like, dang man, I shouldn't. Have. Once I calm down, I'm like, dang, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> People think I'm crazy because I'm always apologizing, but then it's like, you know, when I'm mad, you know, just let me be mad, let me vent, you know what I'm saying? Let me say what I gotta say, and you know, we'll be good. But um, man, last night was, whew, man, last night was crazy. Last night was crazy. Like, man, I was about to. It was like four o'clock in the morning, man, and I was about to. I was just about to ride. Like I was like, like I was still heated. Like it calmed down, but I was still heated. Like on a scale of one through ten, of my heatedness, I was still a ten. And it was like one through ten. If you would ask me what my, what my heatedness was, one through ten at like seven o'clock, it was like forty. <laughs> so I was super heated. But in that in the morning, I was I was still heated. I was still heated enough to 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 want smoke. You know what I'm saying? Like, and man. I got to watching YouTube videos and <laughs> I put I put the um the the ten hour common piano music on and I just sat there and it helped. It it took my rage level from a ten to like a like a six. Then I went to sleep, got a good six hours, probably not even that. And then that took my rage level from like a six and a half to like a like a five now that i'm on the mic it's like my rage level is like uh from a, like a five to like a like a like a two you know what i'm saying you know because you know i always find peace and solace knowing that i'm gonna i'm gonna make a little change you know doing something that i love you know what i mean so you know it's all good but um Back in the building, man. Back in the flesh, man. Um, hey, April Madness is doing some numbers, bro. Like April Madness is doing some 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 good numbers, man. It was kind of slow the first couple days, but April Madness is doing some numbers, man. I'm on the we on the grind of 10k. Oh, and congratulations to me. Um, exclusive breakdown is officially a limited liability corporation within the state of Michigan. So congratulations to me. Congratulations to exclusive breakdown for reaching a major, major milestone. And I hit the ground running. I started making a uh, marketing, uh, material and all different types of stuff, man. You know, I'm really, really excited, really, really excited to see what's about to transpire with this, uh, new venture. Um, this be the second time, man. I mean, I've always had a, a, a entrepreneurial mind frame, so you know, I've always started things, but I never really finished them. This is the first time that I can really say that I started something and really, really stuck to it because it it, it brought me back to what I know. You know, what I'm saying it brought me back to something that I always wanted to do. 
Like when I was a senior in high school, I always said I wanted to do something in, in, in broadcasting, sports broadcasting, radio broadcasting, and something of that nature. I've always wanted to do something like that. You know, I, I always wanted to be a journalist. So this kind of brings my two loves together because I get to write my own material and then I get to be able to produce my own show. So, you know, it's it's been it's been really, really fun, man. So um, in the midst of starting Got Him Coach, I had started exclusive breakdown. And, you know, I would do little things here and there, but I would always promote my show as Got Him Coach. I would never promote exclusive breakdown. I would never promote the media company, even though I do have Insta- uh, Instagram page, uh, a Facebook page, a Twitter page, and a YouTube page. But I never really promoted it like that. Um, All that changes now. <laughs> all that changes now. It's officially an LLC, so I'll be able to get my papers back in. You know, be able to do some um, some major things. Um, you know, we, I, I had that, and then you know, we are, like I said, we on the road to 10k, um, and you know, the numbers has been going crazy. The numbers is really, really high, and you know, I'm really, really thankful for people who's been listening to the show. Shout out to France. Um, shout out to Podmust, um, the fifth most popular show on Podmust right now, the number one sports and recreation podcast on Podmust right now. So that's a that's an accomplishment that I'm really really proud of. Um, Fifty countries strong, uh, a, a gang load of cities. You feel me? So um, man, it's been, you know, it's been. I'm really really happy. I'm really really happy with what's going on. Uh, getting ready to. to produce my another show um actually a couple different shows um so y'all gonna have to check out patreon you know um that's my uh subscription service to to this uh, to these to these new shows because they're gonna be patreon exclusive shows only and um you know go ahead and check that out man you it's, it's some dope tiers on there man there's four different tiers on there you got a dollar perk two dollar perks five dollar perks and fifteen dollar perks fifteen dollars a month is an ultimate fan perk you get a lot of different things man on top of the five dollar perk five dollar perks get you exclusive um access to those episodes um that i'm not giving no names on until i get my uh my information back right now i got the um I got my people working on the uh, cover art for one of the shows. And then next week, I'll have my people working on the cover art for one of the other shows. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> and um, so right now, man, I'm just I'm, I'm grinding, man. I'm grinding. I'm, 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 you know, just really trying to put everything to work, trying to put everything in perspective, man. So I thank everybody who rocking out with me, man. Shout out to my day ones. Shout out to all the countries, man. France, China, Japan, um, Ireland. I, I appreciate all y'all, man. Y'all, y'all really helping me change my life. And now that I'm about to be able to now that I'm turning 30. Um, and my midlife crisis shall continue until I turn thirty. Um, you know, I, I got some, I got some, I got some perspective on how I want to move, man. And that's that's one thing that you need. At the end of the day, all you need sometimes is some perspective on how you want to move, and that's exactly what I'm doing, man. So enough with all the mushy talk. Enough with all the anger. Let's get into this episode, man. Y'all already know what time it is, man. Episode number 14 of the show. I don't know. I don't have nothing clever or weird or out of the place to say. Um, let me think. 
ain't got nothing. I wore my Kevin Love jersey though. I know that. Man, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go buy me a Draco, man. I, look, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have to turn it to big, big wrong. I'm gonna have to turn it to big wrong wrong. You know what I'm saying? You know how Soldier Boy, Big Soldier. I gotta turn it to big wrong wrong. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta pick up my phone. I gotta go on Instagram Live. I gotta just. I just gotta go on these infamous rants, man. I gotta go on the random UBS. I gotta go on the random at the Hamtramck Police Department. I gotta go on the rant with the X sometimes. I gotta go on the rant with these new this new company, TCF Bank. I gotta just go on all these rants, man, because people really be trying me, man. They be trying me, baby. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, man. Got him, coach. Yes, 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 yes. And I'm your host, Tyrone Smith, a.k.a. Roll to Exclusive, a.k.a. Mr. Hustle Bandit, a.k.a. Mr. Sneaker Bandit. Four Point Island, lock him up, roll. Who, even though he looked like a bald eagle right now with no hair on his face. And he, even though he may look about three years younger, looking like 26s right now, looking real good. I never realized how fat I got until I cut all the fat, the, the face off, the hair off my face, man. God, I'm big. But even though he goes through all of these changes that he's partaking in, the boy is still. Spinning around the world, spinning around the world, a brush to my hair. Oh, I'm spinning around the world. I sung that song for like three straight weeks now. I'm cutting my hair off. I'm tired of being Daytona 360. Alive and in the flesh And y'all already know What I come to do man I came to give y'all that Dylan Dillinger Hot Fire That H-E-A-T Who's hot? Heat you already know how it go. Oh my god, it's 30 minutes in, bro. Let's get into this episode, man. Godly. Man, that's one thing about me, man. When I get the ranting and talking and going crazy, man, it's like I said, it's no filter. Anything goes. It's like a WWE Raw is War match back in the 90s. Anything goes. Shout out to my main man, Val Venus. But um, <laughs> let's get to this episode, man. You already know what time it is. Got to coach episode number 14. Let's get it. There's the right way, the wrong way, and Daytona's way. Which could be a combination of the right way and the wrong way to you, but in his eyes, it's always the right way. Here's this week's logically correct because he says so. All right, man. So, like I told y'all last night, I didn't watch the... uh, the, 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 the Nuggets and the Blazers game Matter of fact I don't even want to get into No specifics of none of the series Until I at least do episode number uh, Until I do 15 That way I have a couple games in To kind of get my thoughts and opinions on certain things But um 
I want to talk about Dame, man. I want to talk about big dollar Dame. Dollar, dollar, dollar Dame. You know what I'm saying? Dame, last night he dropped 39 on the Nuggets. I mean, they still lost, but he dropped 39 on it. I feel like the Nug- I feel like the Blazers is a better matchup for the Nuggets. I mean, I feel like the Spurs was a better matchup for the Nuggets, too. Um, I didn't think it was going to go seven. I thought it was going to be at least six. But uh, you know that like that that I guess that playoff experience is a virtue. But like I told y'all, man, all the Nuggets had to do was just experience something. You know what I'm saying? You experience a home loss. You experience an away loss. You experience the closeout loss. You know what I'm saying? And then you come out and you you take Game Seven, even though Game Seven was a was a dog fight. They was up ten points at Game Seven, and you know. The Spurs wiggled it down to like two points, two, three, four points, and you know the Nuggets was able to pull it out. Man, I was, I was at work going crazy, man. And I'm like, what's wrong with him? Like, I'm watching the game, baby. <laughs> you know, but um, dang, man. Look, Portland is my surprise team because I didn't have Portland really doing anything. I felt like OKC was the better team between the two teams, and you know, I felt like OKC would have pulled it out. But Dame, Dame showed me something, man. Cause him and him and Westbrook, they was going at it. They was going at it crazy, 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 crazy. You know, Westbrook, he get to talking, man. He get to doing all this other stuff. But one thing I like about Dame, man, Dame, you know, here, you know, in basketball, you gonna talk. You know what I'm saying? That's just it, it, that's just the competitive nature of basketball. If somebody coming at you, you not gonna say nothing back. You know what I'm saying? Unless you Tim Duncan. But otherwise, you gonna say something back. But you know, Dan was just, you know, he one of them guys, man You know, he like, he gonna He, he may maybe do a little talking But he gonna let his play do more of the talking for him And, um, did he, boy, did he let his play do the talking for him In that closeout game 50 points 50 points, including the game winner That Paul George said was a bad shot <sighs> Look here, man Look here First things first, let's not even talk about the fact that Dame shouldn't even even been in the position to win the game because Oklahoma City at one point had the Blazers up by double digits in the fourth quarter. So let's not even let's not even act like the Blazers. I mean, the, the uh, Thunder blew a double digit lead in the fourth quarter. So we, let's let's not let's not act like that didn't even happen. Let's not act like Paul George didn't play the greatest of defense on this game-winning shot. I mean, at the end of the day, you one of the best defenders. Like, you should have known better. Like, at that point, the Blazers playing with house money. They playing with house money because all they – look, it's already tied. So, all day, either we either I'm winning it or we going in the OT. You see, did you see how far back Paul George played off of Dame with that? And not to mention that Dame is one of the best shooting, uh, you know, he got one of the best percentage from that, that far out range. So, like, Scout Report should have already told you that he is liable to chuck it from that distance, get up on him. And even if you gotta, you know what I'm saying? Even if you play up on them, even if they would have did the screen, you know what I'm saying? You live with that. You get a bigger person on them. Maybe a Steven Adams. Steven Adams can move around a little bit. Maybe he could have made the shot a little tougher for him. And you live with them consequences. But the the lack of defense that Paul George showed in them in them last seconds, they deserve to lose. They deserve. They deserve. They deserve to lose from losing the lead. So let's. 
Let's 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 not act like that didn't happen. But I just want to say, man, Dame is probably one of the most underrated point guards in the league, and I just I believe that this performance against the Oklahoma City put him as probably the second best point guard in the league. Now, there'd probably be a lot of people that would say, oh, well, what about Kyrie? Kyrie's probably the second best player in the league. Now, don't get me wrong, because Kyrie put in work against the Bucks. He put in work. Like, he, he really put in work. But I look at it like this. When, I, when, I, when I'm comparing and contrasting point guards, I always look at the team that's around them. Like, Dame doesn't have the pieces that Kyrie has. Dame is in a tougher conference than what Kyrie is. So for the Portland Trailblazers to be the what was they the third seed, the third seed because Houston's the fourth seed, Golden State was the first seed, Denver's the second seed. So for Portland to be the third seed in a tough Western Conference, they had just got LeBron James and all these other teams. You got the Utah Jazz, you got the Thunder, you got the Spurs, who's still you know making it tough. Um, you got all these teams. Sacramento was an up-and-coming team. So you have all of these teams who had the potential to make playoff runs. And you're still able to get this team as a third seed. I got to put them above Kyrie. And on top of that, I just feel like Dame is a better leader what Kyrie is I feel like he gets the he gets the most out of his players he gets the most out of out of a CJ McCullum he gets the most out of a, a Nurkic who 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 had that terrible injury he got them he's getting the best out he got the best out of Ennis Cantor when he was plugged into the lineup the, the Alpha Ruka Minus, the Mo Harkless the Steph Curry's like the Evan Turner's like he's getting the best out of all of these players when you look at the squad when you look at the Trailblazers squad compared to the Boston Swelter squad Boston has way better players way better players so when I look at that and I see that I have to put Dame is probably like the second best second best guard and you can't even make the argument that he's probably the best guard even though I don't think nobody's really better than Steph right now but Dame really showed showed his true leadership closer clutch gene in that in that in that first round in that in that series against the Thunder and Westbrook man third straight year with a triple double yes that's nice but it just seemed like Seems like Westbrook got the Kyle Lowry disease. And what I mean by that is, you know, he has great regular seasons. Historic regular seasons. 20-20-20 triple doubles. Like, stuff like that. Historic. Probably never be done again. But when it comes to the playoffs, it just seems like his numbers are there. But it's like, how is he getting the numbers? He'll have a triple double with like nine turnovers. Or he'll have a game where he shoots eight for twenty nine or something like that, and it was you know it's like at this point you just don't know, man. You just don't know. You don't know if Russell Westbrook will ever win a championship, and it, it, it's not coming in no foreseeable future, man. No foreseeable future. You know the Rockets are still re- going to still be relevant. You know the Warriors. They may they gonna have a little questions in the free agency, but I don't think that is as big as everybody trying to make it out to be. I think that you know they'll bring those guys up back and they'll still be relevant. You know you got up and coming teams like the Jazz, the Blazers are still there. You know 
my 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 beloved Phoenix Suns. They gonna get one of them. I think they'll get one of them top two picks. You know, so you know that that young core is gonna come together. They're gonna be they're gonna be there in the mix. You know, you got teams like Minnesota who's probably gonna be there. The Lakers are gonna be looking to make a push this summer for a big name. They're gonna be there. So it's teams that's in the West right now. The Dallas Mavericks with Luca and Kristaps, and you know they got some money to play with in free agency, and they'll probably go out there like maybe a Kimball Walker or Vucevic. So they're gonna be there. So it's gonna be teams that's gonna be coming up within the next few years. That's gonna knock the team that that's gonna knock the OKC Thunder down on the pedestal. And you gotta think about it. Russell Westbrook gonna be getting paid all types of crazy money. Paul George gonna be getting paid all types of crazy money. Paul George is very very injury prone. You know, you got a Steven Adams, you know, you got a Jeremy Grant, you know, you got a Ferguson, you know, that 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 level elite level shooter hasn't came from that two guard spot. You got a Roberson who didn't really who didn't play none of this none this year. You know, you're gonna have questions with Schroeder. Is he gonna stay? Is he gonna go? You know, you got you got a lot of money tied up into a lot of different players that's gonna prevent you from being able to make the best team to put around a Westbrook, to put around a Paul George, to put around a Steven Adams. And it's gonna make it that it's gonna make it that much tougher for you to come out of any series, let alone go to the championship to represent the Western Conference to win a championship. So, um, shout out to Dame Dollar, man. That's that's probably my new favorite player now because you know he don't do too much talking. He just come to work. Now let's get into these uh, top stories of the week. Sit back and relax. Alright, so we in the top four stories of the week, man. First off, we want to talk about the Lakers. Um, the Lakers are in the process of one to hire a new coach, and they hire people like Teron Lube, Monty Williams, and Jason Kidd. Um, they also have shown interest in Pat Riley um, being the president uh, to replace Magic Johnson. And I tell you what, I tell you what, this is sad. Because the Lakers aren't letting the young players develop and be able to become a young dynasty like all these other teams. And like think about Golden State. Golden State just didn't give up on Steph and Clay and Draymond. You know, they let them cats develop there and they put solid pieces around them. LeBron's the greatest player of all time, yes, but he's a toxic player, which means that he's not gonna want this, he's not gonna wait for these young players to develop, and he's gonna want to bring in some older veteran guys and they're gonna have to trade some young assets. And like I said with OKC, teams in the West is getting better, which means that that four-year window, now three-year window that LeBron had with the Lakers, man, they might not ever win a championship. And think about it, if LeBron leaves again. He's going to leave and put the Lakers in a, in the same situation that you see the Cavaliers in. And then people will say, well, dang, maybe they should have never signed LeBron James. Because now the Lakers are, are going to be five to ten years further back than what they once was. That's tough. So, this is how I look at it. If Teron Lou or Jason Kidd is hired as one of the coaches of the Lakers, of the Lakers you are going to expect for ball Ingram and I would even say Kuzma not to be there because they're going to surround that team with veteran players to contend and 
Lou and Kid don't really have the, the greatest relationship with 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 young players. Even though Teron, you can't really say that with Teron Lou because when he was instilled into that situation in Cleveland, they already had veteran presence on that team. They had the Richard Jefferson's, the Kyle Corvus. You know, Kyrie had been there a little bit. Kevin Love's a veteran player. Tristan Thompson, he had been there for a little minute. You know, so they already had the veteran pieces already there. But Jason Kidd, when he was with the Bucks, yes, the Bucks were one of the most um improving teams but they had times where you know they they improved one year they had a horrible record one year he was 23 and 22 when he got fired with Giannis with Jabari Parker with Malcolm Brogdon with Chris Middleton and they were never able to put it together it was one of the worst defensive teams when Jason Kidd left and he had problems with Jabari Parker he had problems with the young guys when Milwaukee would go on certain losing streaks or they would lose games Jason Kidd would always blame it on the young you know it being a young team as if young teams can't come through adversity and win games. Sometimes it's just, sometimes it's just the coaching. So you have to think that um, the, the 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 youth movement isn't going to be around with either Toronto or Jason Kidd, which is why I say go after Monty Williams. Monty Williams went through a lot, man. Monty Williams has been through a lot. You know, he lost his wife in that terrible uh, car crash, I believe it was, a few years back. Um, you know, so you need a guy who can be the peace in the midst of a storm. And right now, it's a big old tsunami flood going through LA. The Laker, the Laker side, not the Clipper side, but the Laker side got this big old tsunami flood that's going down. And they need a guy to calm the storm for the team. And I feel like you get a Monty Williams in there, man. He's He's well respected. You know, he coached LeBron with Team USA. He was one of the assistant coaches. And I feel like he, he'll be able to get the best out of the young players. Um, get the best out of Alonzo. Get the best out of a Kuzma. Get the best out of a Brandon Ingram. And be able to, um, you know, make it happen, man. Um, so, it's going to be interesting to see, man. Like I said, if, if, if I, if I want to coach... I would go after Monty Williams, but of course they're gonna. Have, it's gonna be a LeBron guy, and I, I, I would not be surprised if it's Teron Lue. Um, I would not be surprised. I said early on last summer, I think when LeBron got to LA, I said last summer, I said that Teron Lue is gonna be the guy who's gonna be the coach of the LA Lakers. He's gonna be the coach just because of the connection that he has with LeBron. So you got to think that's gonna happen, man. Uh, which in Jason Kidd's uh, eyes, I just think that you know he just needs a little more seasoning, man. Why is nobody considering Mark Jackson as a legitimate possibility for a head coach? Yeah, he butts heads with with, with ownership, and maybe he threw his uh, assistant coaches under the bus. But he was a pretty good coach when he was with the coach with the Golden State Warriors. And I know he was sick when they won that championship, the year that they fired him and brought in Steve Kerr, and he had to go uh, do uh, analysis for the game. And watch Golden State win the championship. I bet you they ain't even get him a championship ring, man. That's tough. But um, yeah, it's that. And then you think about Pat Riley. Pat Riley is rumored to possibly be interested, or the Lakers are possibly uh, rumored to be interested in Pat Riley. Uh, Pat Riley isn't going anywhere, so the Lakers might as well look. The Lakers need to stop thinking that a LA guy, a Laker guy, is gonna be able to come in and fix the problem, man. Just think about it. They brought in Brian Shaw as a head coach. He failed. Um, they brought in Luke Walton. Luke Walton is an LA guy. He played for the Lakers. He failed. Um, Magic Johnson was the president. He failed. 
I mean, you it's it's not it's not always a LA guy that's gonna be able to uh bring you championships. That's like everybody thinking that you get a coach from the from a New England from the New England Patriots and you 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 instill that Patriot way that it's always gonna be successful. Where are the success stories for real? I mean, Josh McDaniels, he had a run with the Broncos, but otherwise, you see, he still, he, he like, man, I can't handle this. I got to go be the offensive coordinator again. You know what I'm saying? Romeo Cornell, he had a little bit of success, but overall, it didn't work out. You see what Matt Patricia doing? They was like, after one year, they like, man, we got to, we, we might have to get rid of this guy. So, you already, he on the hot seat. Shout out to my beloved Detroit Lions, man. Y'all going to get it together one year. But certain things don't work. Certain things don't work. Now, that's not true with all coaching staffs. You know, San Antonio, Greg Popovich, he's, he's produced a lot of good coaches. Brett Brown and amongst others. I can't think of all the coaches who've been in the San Antonio Spurs tree system. But, you, you know, you, you kind of see where I'm going with that. Bill Parcells, he's had a lot of success with certain coaches. Um, so, you know, it, it, there's success there. Andy Reid, he's had successes. You know, he's had success stories with coaches branching on to, uh, into doing their own thing. Um so I just think the Lakers they need to you know they need to get a, a, a up and comer, you know, a guy who's gonna come in and, and, and really put in work and, and make something happen, man. So be on the lookout for what the Lakers doing uh, in the upcoming weeks and months. Phoenix, Phoenix is gonna be looking for their fifth coach in five years after firing Igor Kokovskovs, and I couldn't remember, I couldn't, I don't even think I said his name right then, but I didn't even try to pronounce his name when he first got hired, man. Um, Phoenix is just as terrible as the Lakers in terms of being a dumpster fire. Um, Phoenix lacks patience with their coaches. You see that now. Um, they gave Igor one year, and even though it was a little development with Booker and Aiden and Warren and Jackson and Bender, they fired him. Um, James Jones has got a lot on his plate, and I think he's way in over his head, and it's pretty obvious already you don't give a guy one year and then fire him for what i'm interested to see what coach they're gonna bring in who are they gonna bring in and this is coming from a phoenix suns fan um but you know when you lack the fact that they they don't really show patience with their uh with their with their core and then a owner who's probably just as worse as james dolan man if james dolan wasn't in the news for killing the knicks and telling people to go home and banning people from the garden because they had an opinion about the knicks being a, a trash bag man robert sayer he'd be right up there because he's just as worse of an owner as james dolan is and 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 it's obvious. You see what the team is doing. They ain't made the playoffs since what 13, 2013. You see the 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 coaches that they consistently bringing in. You see the fact that they need a point guard. And what do you do when you need a point guard? You release two of your point guards. Sun's logic, right? You hire James Jones and 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 and, and what has he done? What has he proven in terms of being a, a GM to to be able to take the job full full term? You know what I'm saying? What? Because he he's a LeBron guy. Is he hired because he's a LeBron guy? Is that what it is? He won championships with LeBron, so he has that championship pedigree. Fam, he sat at the end of the bench, played maybe three minutes, and hit maybe one or two shots to 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 maybe keep him in the series. Sorry, and this is coming from a Phoenix Suns fan. <laughs> but um, 
I'm interested to see what Phoenix does. Like I said, they're gonna have a. I think they're gonna have one of the top three picks, man. I hope they don't get number one because I really don't want to see Zion go there. I would rather see John Morant go there, uh, because like I said, they need a point guard. So I would rather see John Morant go there and get there with Devin Booker and TJ and Josh Jackson and DeAndre Ayton, and then you got Booker. I mean, you got Bender and um. Um, you know, you got you got some you got some talent there at Phoenix, man. You just gotta you gotta get a coach. If if the Lakers don't want Monty Williams, hey, go to Phoenix, man. You can you know you could develop them young players, let them players grow together. But what Phoenix needs to do with their next coach, they need to practice patience because this isn't going to be an overnight thing. You know what I'm saying? When you when you change coaches, you change systems. When you change systems, everybody ain't the same player under different type of systems. Simple. Let's move on. Um, nah, I'm gonna do that next episode because I was gonna talk about teams who was eliminated, but I'm gonna do that episode number 15 because I really don't want to talk about the Pistons right now. I don't want to talk about the Pistons, I don't want to talk about the Magic, I don't want to talk about the Nets, I don't want to talk about the Jazz, I don't want to talk about the Spurs or the Clippers right now. I just want to get into the WNBA because the WNBA is going through some stuff right now. I mean, not like, like personal stuff, like because according to numbers, the WNBA is doing the best it's been doing in years. But um, they going through some stuff right now financially, man. So let's let's dig deep into exactly what it is that they going into, man. Let's get it going. Speak now, or I don't want to hear it. Don't hold nothing back in this week's. That's how you feel. All right, like I said, man, Phoenix, ain't not Phoenix, <laughs> the WNBA, man, the WNBA, they just recently opted out of their collective bargaining agreement and will be going back to the table to establish a new collective bargaining agreement with a big emphasis on pay. Um, for those who may not know, um, uh, average pay f- the average pay for a rookie WNBA player is about fifty eight thousand dollars a year about fifty yeah about fifty eight thousand dollars a year with the max money that you can get as a WNBA player being about anywhere between a hundred and eleven to a hundred and seventeen thousand dollars per year. Now when you put that in perspective, Demonis uh, Malunis. Uh, the guy who just recently signed uh, with the San Antonio Spurs after playing overseas, he signed a contract, and in his contract, he made $69,000 for, what, a couple weeks, maybe a month worth of service. So that, 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 that puts a lot of different things in perspective. Think about, as a rookie, you're the first overall pick in a, in a professional draft. You are the first overall pick in the WNBA draft, and you make $58,000 a year. Contrast that to somebody like Markel Fultz, who was the first overall pick. Was Markel Fultz the first overall pick in the draft? Yes, he was. He's the first overall pick in, in, in his draft, and he makes about $5 million. Them first three, four, five picks make about five, four, three million dollars. You even even if you go further down the line, make about a mil. Like, that's crazy when you think about it. And then don't be a max player, don't be a veteran, because you're making a hundred and some thousand dollars a year. 
Steph Curry making 40 million, LeBron making about 30, 40 million dollars, John Wall about to be on his 40 million dollar deal, Mike Conley makes 32 million dollars, like them numbers is ridiculous man, the WNBA is a 60 million dollar per year industry. 60 million dollars that's a lot of money man they get a lot of money from a lot of different things they get money from and it might be more now but they get money from um from espn they get money from sponsorships because they have sponsorships on the jerseys you know they get ticket sales and all that other good stuff so they make some pretty good money 60 million dollars that's a lot of money that's nothing to scarf at when you're when when you're a corporation or a company of any magnitude 60 million dollars is a lot of money but you compare that to $7.4 billion that the NBA makes. And you also compare that to the fact that the NBA players get 50% of the revenue that is generated on a yearly basis. So think about that. $7.4 million players getting $3.7 billion. The WNBA players of the 60 million of the 60 million, they get 20 to 25% of all revenue. That's not a lot of money. That's not a lot of money at all. Sixty million dollars, and 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 you only get a cut of of twenty percent, twenty five percent. When you when you look at the salary a salary cap of a of an NBA of an NBA roster, right? The NBA roster salary cap is like I think it went up to like a hundred and something million. Matter of fact, I don't want to I don't want to be that guy. Let me go ahead. I'm about to look up the NBA salary cap, and I'm about to give y'all a number that. The NBA, uh, each team gets for salary cap, and then I want I'm gonna I'm compare those numbers to what the WNBA gets, and I want y'all to see the difference between the NBA and the WNBA. Um, The NBA salary cap was $101.869 million for this season, the 18-19 season, right? The salary cap for the NBA season 2019-2020 will be $109 million. $109 million for the salary cap for an NBA team, right? The WNBA salary cap is $926,300. million for salary for an NBA player. $926,300 for a WNBA player. That's crazy, which explains why WNBA players go overseas and, and, and play overseas because they're not making no money as a professional player in the States. Brittany Griner was the number one pick in, oh man, Brittany Griner was the number one pick in, I want to say the 2017 um NBA draft WNBA draft let me let me look let me look up exactly let me see what uh she was the number one no 2013 
I not get 2017? Golly, these cats getting old. Look, Brittany Griner was the number one pick in the WNBA draft and made about fifty something thousand dollars. Went overseas, made six hundred thousand dollars for four months worth of service. Diana Taurasi made $1.5 million to play in Russia. She making a hundred and something thousand dollars in the WNBA. She's getting 10 times the salary playing overseas in Russia. Now you probably ask this, how is it that these Russian, how is it that overseas plays way more money than what they do in the States? Well, for, 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 for Russia, I mean, if you, if you get money funded by the government, that's unlimited money right there. Um, the government is funding Russian uh, a Russia team. The government got all the money, so they can give one point five million dollars. They can give these high elite players a million dollar contracts. They can give these WNBA players six hundred thousand, five hundred thousand dollar contracts because they know they're not making no money. Over in the states, they not making no money in the states. Half of the WNBA players go play overseas because the money is better overseas than it is in the states. Now, why is it that you can't raise the you can't raise the the revenue that you get from W? Y'all making sixty million dollars a year. Give them half. Give them half like you do the NBA. It not half forty percent. But 20%? That's that's crazy. And I kind of see where some people saying, like, you know, the, the lack of pay makes it not want to really, you know, you can't really do nothing like to, to promote the brand. I'm not gonna want to promote nobody that's 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 paying that's that's not really paying me. You know what I'm saying? That's giving me chump change. A hundred and a hundred thousand dollars, and I have to be a veteran to make that money. $50,000 For being the number one pick In, in, in your draft And only get $50,000 $58,000 How Do you know it's people that's working Regular 10 hour 40 hour jobs that make More money a year Than what a WNBA player makes $60,000 $75,000 a year Compared to $58,000 Managers at Subway Can make that so you put me on the same pedestal. I'm. This is how I'm looking at. It if I'm a WNBA player, I go out here. I bust my butt. I average 37 points a game in high school. I average 15, 16, 17 points a game in college. I win national championships three years in a row. I go to the WNBA. All the hype is on me. I'm the next big, next big star in the WNBA. I'm drafted first overall, and for my contributions to the game, for the for for the for the exposure that I'm giving you by bringing my name to your brand, I'm only getting 58 thousand dollars or better yet i've been in the league 10 years i pay my dues i pay my dues every time i step out there on that court and the most i can get is a hundred and eleven thousand dollars a year 
Josh Smith make $5 million from the Pistons and he ain't played for them in like three years. John Lure made $40 million. He makes $10 million a year to not play one single game. The amnesty provision allows teams to get certain money off the books, but they still got to pay that money back to that player. Joe Kim Noah still going to get bread from the Knicks. Even worse, Bobby Bonilla, the dude from the Mets in baseball, he's going to get a million dollars from the New York from the New York Mets for the next what? 15, 16 years. A million dollars. And he ain't played for the Mets since the early 2000s. Hopefully, with this new TV deal that they just signed with CBS, uh, which will televise 40 WNBA games for the for the WNBA, on top of the games that ESPN, NBA TV, and Twitter will also um, show games on their platforms. Hopefully, the numbers continues to grow. Hopefully with this new branding deal that they just signed with AT&T um, Which will allow AT&T to put their branding on the jerseys On the basketball courts and on the basketballs um, That would bring That would generate more money For the WNBA brand The WNBA is a great league. It's 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 the best of the best. It's the best of the best. Best of the best. Diane Sarazi, uh, Maya Moore, uh, 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 Skylar Diggins. You know what I'm saying? Brittany Griner. You know, like all of these. Tamika Catchings. Even though I think she just retired, but you know, Tamika Catchings was one of the greats. You know, all of these greats. Think of Rebecca Lobo, Lisa Leslie, Cynthia Cooper. Uh, uh, Cheryl Swoops, Tina Thompson, you know what I'm saying? Swing Cash, Deanna Nolan, Katie Smith, like all of these greats that's paid their dues for young women in America to realize that they can fulfill their dream of being a WNBA player. And it seemed like them that them years of hard work and dedication didn't get nowhere. Because WNBA players are still getting lowballed. The MVP of the WNBA, um, Brianna Stewart, I think that's her, her name, just recently tore her ACL. She's going to miss the whole year. Um, she's going to miss the whole year. And it's sad. Get these, get these players what they deserve, man. The WNBA has been in existence for 20 plus years. 20 plus. 20 plus, right? Or 20? Maybe 20? 20. We'll just say 20. 20 plus years. So if it's 20 years and you can't just say, oh, you didn't say 20. I said 20. If it's more than 20, I said plus. So 20 plus. But the WNBA has been in existence for 20 plus years. 20 plus this, That's the longest a, a women's league has ever went In the states 
Now granted they got a lot of backing from the NBA But even certain things like that You don't, you don't, you don't have success stories The NFL funding the NFL Europe You see that folded So every you know Just because you funded You know you got the backing of a big time corporation Doesn't mean that you'll always have the success um, To continue on That's just what it is But 20 years These professional ball players Women ball players Have been giving women the motivation Little girls the motivation to play Basketball For 20 years And the best that y'all can do for them financially Is 50 to 100 thousand dollars a year They might as well They might as well go work at like a marketing firm Or something If you gonna pay them that At least a marketing firm would pay them more I'm going to some WNBA games this summer. I'm going to some WNBA games because I I I, I want to see the I want to see the, the quality. I've never been to a WNBA game, and the Detroit Stock was here, and they won three championships, and then they relocated to Tulsa, and then they relocated to Dallas. But I want to go to some WNBA games. Chicago got a team, the Chicago Sky. So, when the season starts up in June, or whenever it starts, it can start in uh, I mean a couple a couple weeks in May. I think that's when the preseason start. But when they heavy in their season, when June come, I, I, I'm going to a game. Um, the Vegas, Las Vegas, Las Vegas, they got a WNBA team. So when I'm down there for summer league. Checking out the, the 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 young talent that's about to make five million, five, six, seven, eight million dollars a year. I, I want to check out a I want to check out a, a WNBA game. This basketball is competition. Best of the best. Y'all need to start paying them like they the best of the best, man. And I'm about to be up out of here, man. I'm Tyrone Smith, wrong to exclusive hustle bandit, sneaker bandit, four point item, lock them up wrong. Look, follow the exclusive breakdown on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Hit us up on Patreon, um, YouTube, and all that other good stuff. Look, the grind continues. The grind shell continues. It, it never stops, but it will continue, man. Um, be on the lookout for the new shows coming up in May. Um, go support the WNBA, man. Buy, buy a jersey. Buy something, man. They, yeah. Man, they they getting done so wrong, and it's so sad. It's so sad to see, man. But um, I'm about to be up out of here, man. I appreciate y'all rocking out with me. Um, I'll holler at y'all next week. Next week, I'm telling y'all now, I'm um, I'm I'm been I've been dabbling into what could have been. You know what I'm saying? And I figured the best way if I'm gonna start these what could have been, if I'm gonna start these type of storytellers with my uh with my show, get back into these story type of storytellers with my show. I gotta start off with one person in particular that i've always been intrigued in and once i really got into this his story it was really really sad and, and really really unfortunate that you know he went the way that he did so next week i will be talking about the guy who was once considered to be better than lebron james and carmelo anthony and that's lenny cook so uh i'll holler at y'all next week man peace
Thanks for listening. Your support just helped the show get closer to that bag. For more info on the show, hit up Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Exclusive Breakdown. Talk to you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.